welcome to The Crude Report, a podcast series on global crude oil markets by Argus Media. I'm Amanda Smith, a deputy editor on the Argus America's Crude team, and I'm pleased to welcome Scott Phillips, an America's crude market reporter, who is also based in Houston with me. Thanks for the introduction, Amanda. I'm happy to be here today. Great. So in this episode, we're going to discuss the U.S. Gulf uh, Coast sweet sour crude spread. And so we're going to talk about how that's tightened with recent changes in the makeup of crude sales from the SPR, from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Um, so that's we've seen that switch to mostly sweet crude offerings from mostly sour. So that's had an impact on the crude price spread. And we're also going to discuss uh, the return of Libyan production uh, to pre-blockade levels and that impact on the sweet sour price spread as well. Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about the SPR and then we'll move into what is going on in the market lately. Sure. So for some background, on March 31st, the Biden administration announced that it was going to sell crude from the U.S. SPR to try to temper energy prices. They announced they were going to sell 1 million barrels a day of supply from the SPR caverns over six months, uh, starting in May, which is about 180 million barrels in all. So the SPR crude is held in multiple underground caverns in Texas and Louisiana. These caverns are divided into sour and sweet crude. So the lower sulfur or sweet crude in the SPR caverns has about 0.4% sulfur content. The sour crude has about 1.4% sulfur content. Both types are fairly light. Um, The um, sweet crude has about 36 degrees API gravity, and the sour crude has about 32 degrees API gravity. Yeah, and then so with the government, like you said, what they've done is have this emergency sale. So they've issued five uh, offerings so far as part of that, those emergency sales. In the first three, the Department of Energy sold uh, just under 82 million barrels of sour crude and um, almost 15 million barrels of sweet crude for delivery in April through mid-August. So the initial sales were were heavily um, tilted towards sour crude uh, and less sweet crude. And so that we saw that that was weighing on the sour U.S. Gulf Coast crude prices. Um, so like Marsh and Poseidon, uh, which are deep water U.S. Gulf crudes, um, it was weighing on those prices relative to the sweet crudes um, like WTI Houston and Light Louisiana Sweet or LLS. Right. So in the August trade month, WTI Houston was at a nearly $6 per barrel premium to Mars, um, which was from a roughly $7.30 per barrel premium in July, which was the widest since we launched the WTI assessment in 2015. And we saw the same spreads, uh, the same widespreads um, between LLS and Mars. Um, LLS averaged a roughly $6.10 per barrel premium to Mars um, in the August trade month and about a $7.35 per barrel premium in July, which was the widest since the June 2011 trade month. Yes, but in the two most recent offerings from the SPR, the majority of the crude uh, sold has been sweet crude. Uh, So for delivery between mid-August and October 21st, only about 14.3 million barrels of sour crude has been sold. But for that same time period, about 44.6 million barrels of sweet crude has been sold. 
So this upcoming increase in sweet crude deliveries has helped the light sweet crude prices of the Gulf Coast come under pressure now relative to the sour grades. So for um, we're seeing that WTI Houston premium to Mars and the LLS premium to Mars are averaging much narrower for September than they were in the prior two trade months. So for the September trade month to date through August 10th, the WTI Houston premium to Mars averaging only about $3.35 a barrel. And uh, for this time period, the September LLS uh, premium to Mars is averaging about $4.10 a barrel. Right, and that is a big change. Um, another thing we're seeing is that European demand for U.S. light sweet crude has eased some with the return of Libyan production to pre-bucade levels after the removal of the force majeure from oil fields and terminals in mid-July. So Libyan output rose to 1.2 million barrels a day early this month, according to the state-owned NOC, which is up from the 600,000 barrels per day output in June, which was a 20-month low according to Argus estimates. Yes, and Libyan production, so it had been disrupted since uh, mid-April because of protests affecting oil infrastructure, and then the U.S. producers have been supplying Europe with crude while the Libyan output has been under force majeure. So this return of Libyan supply may prompt more U.S. export sales to Asia-Pacific or Latin America um, in, in, instead of how it's been, been going to Europe. And then that, in turn, is weighing on um, interest in September loading WTI for Europe and it's uh, pressuring U.S. export prices. Right. So in the waterborne market, um, WTI FOB Houston fell to a discount to its ice sprint basis on August 1st, which was the first time since April. And prompt month loading WTI is averaging nearly 20 cents per barrel under ice November Brent so far in the September U.S. trade cycle, which is down from a $3.25 per barrel premium during the August trade month. On August 10th, the discount was nearly $2 a barrel. Hmm. So this U.S. Uh, export arbitrage for light sweet crude, um, it's improved with the lower prices for sweet crude um, following the SPR offerings, following um, the return of Libyan supply. And with those prices being weaker, that's more economical uh, perhaps for other countries to import the U.S. crude. So. We're also seeing rising crude inventories. Um, the week ending August 5th, uh, the U.S. Gulf Coast crude uh, inventories were over 242 million barrels of crude in storage. That's not including the SPR. And that was up by 4.7 million barrels from the prior week. So this helps put pressure on the U.S. benchmark crude prices and then Im improves um, the economics for arbitrage shipments. Right, and U.S. Gulf Coast refinery demand tends to ease following the domestic summer driving season. Additionally, the Department of Energy has said it will continue emergency sales from the SPR to the end of October, and the sales so far have fallen short of the expected 180 million barrels of supply. But the government is already starting to make plans to buy back crude into the SPR next year. Yes, a lot of moving parts to watch. Listeners, if you're in need of more in-depth daily coverage of America's crude oil markets, please consider subscribing to Argus America's Crude. That's where you'll find the LLS, WTI Houston, and Mars assessments, and you can find more information about Argus services 
at www.argusmedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of The Crude Report.